Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to yet another edition of Legal Rideshare TV. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. Now, we're doing something different yet again today. We're actually gonna focus on turning a bad situation into a good one. And specifically, what we're gonna talk about is how to make money after an accident. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but it is possible if you know your options, what to do, and where to turn, you can actually come out on top. And of course, here to help us with that and <laughs> tell us everything there is to know about it is Legal Rideshare co-founder and lead attorney, Brian Greening. Brian, how are you, buddy? <laughs> hey, Jared, I'm doing well. Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Um, you know, I love doing these Legal Rideshare TV skits. Um, it really, it's informative. It gives them a chance to learn a lot about accidents, injuries, just sort of the whole process, which obviously is very important. Um, again, I think it's always important to start off every segment with just an introduction of what legal rideshare is, what we do, um, and how we help. So if you want to take that away, that'd be very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good place to start. So legal rideshare is the first law firm in the United States that's entirely dedicated to Uber, Lyft, and gig-related accident and injury claims. So what does that mean? We help drivers we help gig workers who have been injured in car accidents or otherwise injured on the job. We put dollars in their pockets to recover for the cost of medical treatment, to recover their lost wages, pain and suffering, and really any other damage that they sustain. Got it, which is, and which is really what this entire segment is all about. Again, I, I know it sounds clickbaity, you know, how to make money after an accident, but there is a way to do it. And I, and I think after this video, I think it'll help shed some light on some of the myths, some of the do's, and some of the don'ts of dealing with accidents. So um, let's get right into it. I, I think it's first just to lay out kind of a traditional or typical situation with an accident. So if you, Brian, wouldn't mind just kind of laying out what's a traditional type of accident situation. Yeah, so the, one of the most common things that we deal with is the, the rear end accident. So you're sitting at a red light, you've got a passenger in the back of your car, and you know somebody's not paying attention, they're sitting on their phone and they, they run into you. Um, from that moment forward, you have a legitimate claim to bring for any damages that you sustain. So at that moment, you might feel some pain in your neck or some pain in your back. You try to shake it off and think, I'm just gonna move on with my night. Um, and then you know, a couple days later, you're feeling, wow, this pain is getting worse. It's certainly not getting better. And you're wondering, what are my options in terms of the time that I'm going to miss from work, the property damage that I have to the rear end of my car, and most importantly, my health? How am I going to get the treatment that I need and how am I going to pay for it? Got it. And, you know, what are some of the first steps after that accident? So, you know, you get rear ended, you're, you're, you feel the pain. What, what should the driver do just immediately off the bat? There's a lot going on, obviously. Yeah, so we actually have a driver checklist for that that uh, you know we'll we'll make uh, available to anybody who's watching the show. If you if you go to our website, you can find it. But the the basics of it are first of all, you want to make sure that everybody's okay. Um, check yourself out. You know, assess: Am I healthy enough to handle this situation right now, or do I need to call nine one one immediately to get an ambulance here? And do the same for the passenger in your vehicle. Um, once you make that assessment that you can handle the situation at the scene, 
You'll want to exchange insurance information with the other driver. You'll want to make sure to make a police report. Um, some cities will actually come to the, you know, the scene of an accident. Others will tell you to come into the police station. Um, but call the police and ask them what you should do. Um, that police report is vital because it's going to collect the information about the drivers. It's going to take information about the property damage. Um, and that's ultimately going to be the initial evidence in your case. Yeah, and that, that actually leads me to what was going to be really my next question is you know, before uh, you know, the other parties involved, before an attorney is involved, what does your insurance play in that role immediately? What is the first step? You know, what, what do they do? How, how does that happen? Yeah, well, a lot of drivers are concerned about how insurance you know, plays into this event because you're on the app. Uh, you've got your personal auto policy sitting there where, you know, maybe they'll cover it. Maybe they won't. Um, you're concerned about the high deductible that, you know, that Uber and Lyft have. Um, the third party insurance, which means the at fault driver's insurance company is coming into play. And that's where legal rideshare really can come in and help you sort this stuff out. Whose insurance is primary? How are you going to save dollars, meaning not have to pay that deductible through Uber and Lyft? Um, how are you going to maximize your claim for your lost wages? Um, it, there's really a pyramid of the insurance policies between all the players involved. So. Um, you know, a lot of drivers do come into this situation with a lot of questions, and that's where we ultimately come in with a lot of answers. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, about the questions, you know, we get it all the time, drivers calling us, you know, asking, you know, I, I was in an accident, I'm kind of in a tough situation here. And that also plays into really the medical bills. I, I think it's important um, that drivers understand that they as well play a major role in your next steps and how you can go from you know, being in the hole to actually, again, coming out on top. If you want to kind of explain really how quickly that evolves in the medi and once you start getting treatment. Yeah, so medical treatment is the primary basis of an injury claim. If you don't have medical treatment, you don't have a viable case. So we encourage drivers who are feeling injuries, who are feeling pains to go get checked out as soon as possible. And that's for two reasons. The first is your health. You know, you don't want to wait too long to go get checked out by a physician because you need to know if something's wrong. The second is so that the insurance companies don't later come back and say, well, he waited three days or five days or 10 days or three weeks to go get that initial checkup, thereby creating this huge gap between the date of the accident and the date of your treatment. If you wait too long to go to the doctor, you're you're really transforming your case from a winner to a loser. Got it. And I think that's, it's a good segue to, you kind of already painted this picture, but I think it's just, again, really important to make this so clear to drivers. Um, I, I would love to, you know, in the situation that you painted about, you know, you got hit, you're injured. What happens if you decide, you know what, here's a situation, I'm not gonna get an attorney. So. What would happen if that's the case? So you just decide you don't want one. Well, in a super cut and dry case, you get rear-ended at a red light. The, the other person's insurance company probably will play ball with you. You know, they'll take a look at the medical records that you submit. They'll take a look at your medical bills and they'll make you some low ball offer on those figures. 
a lot of times they won't even consider the full amount of the medical charges. They'll try to take deductions and say, well, you know, you know, you went to the ER and it cost five grand, but typical uh, ER bills three grand. So we'll give you that. So they look for ways to save money to close out the claim quickly. When you bring a lawyer on board, we know how to maximize your recovery in all areas. So it's instead of them just giving you some lowball medical bill offer, we're going to get the full medical bills paid. We're going to fight for your wage loss and show them how you as a rideshare gig worker were unable to work because of your injury and also because of the property damage. We're going to fight for your pain and suffering, which insurance companies are almost never going to give you if you're working on your own. Um, and what we also call temporary disability or loss of normal life. So long story short, there's a bunch of avenues for recovery. There's a bunch of pots of money that the lawyers can reach into and know how how to reach into that a non-attorney just wouldn't have the experience to, to do. Right. And, and you've you touched on a few things that I was I wanted to cover. Um, I think it would be really beneficial if just um, from point A to point Z, in the simplest terms, um, you know, a driver gets into an accident. What is the process from getting into an accident and then getting paid? So, you know, they all the way from accident hiring us to getting paid. If you could just lay that out, so really to really emphasize, this is the process. Sure. It, well, and it's frankly, it's a lengthy process that requires a lot of oversight. So there's a lot of holes that you can fall into along the way. And Legal Rideshare is here to, to direct you, guide you um, so that everything stays in order. Um, the process starts the moment that you get in the accident. So as we talked about, you're collecting information, you're making the report, you're uh, making sure to report the event to the rideshare companies uh, to trigger insurance. You know, there's a lot of reasons why you, why you want to do that. Um, you start your medical treatment, you follow the doctor's orders. Whatever the doctor is recommending to get you back on track, we recommend that you follow because that's going to give a strong or make a strong injury claim. We're going to be able to grab the medical records and medical bills, submit those to the insurance company and show that you complied with all the recommended treatment. Um, we will also gather uh, your lost wage statements. So uh, I usually ask clients for multiple months of their pre-accident earnings so that we can show what you would typically make. Then we multiply that by the time that you are off work. Um, I will create what we call a settlement demand package, which includes a summary of all of your claimed losses, documentation to support those claim losses, submit it to the insurance company, and then the negotiations begin. Um, once the insurance company has had the opportunity to review everything, they'll make a settlement offer, and we will then you know, dig in our heels and, and fight for every last dollar uh, to make sure that you're compensated for everything that you lost plus uh, you know, extra for the suffering, the pain, and the disability uh, that you endured. Right, and that's that is the bottom line. And like you said, the the, the pain and suffering, the lost wages. You know, it it really starts to develop more than just the accident and what happened at that moment. Obviously, the, the car is your livelihood, but there's so much more involved that it's so crucial that if you do it yourself, you might miss some steps, and it can really be detrimental. And um, of course, everyone loves, you know, numbers. So <laughs> I, I know the answer to this already, but I think it's important. Have you won cases? Um, 
Have you, you know, are you an expert in this field? I know the answer, but I love to hear it from you. Yeah, you know, we we win. That's that's what <laughs> ride sharing. Um, so every case is different, and every case has different value. Um, one of the things that we pride ourselves in is helping every driver that needs help. If you've got a case that's worth a thousand dollars, we want to help. If you've got a case that's worth a million dollars, we want to help. Um, the key is that we're maximizing the value of your case, recovering all of the costs that you've uh, endured um, and putting money in your pocket to make you whole based on an incident that that took you off the road and was not your fault. Got it. And, and you know, we talked about this kind of in a, in a wrap up here. Um, we did this last time, but I think it's still really crucial. The common myths. Now I have it on the screen right now. Um, people are watching, but I think it's really important to kind of debunk these myths on top of everything that we just talked about, just to really confirm that, you know, you can make money, you can come out on top. Um, so, Brian, I hear this a lot. I, I, I get this um, all the time online. A driver will say, hey, I was in an accident, but I'm not going to hire a lawyer. I'm going to see what my insurance company says first. Is that a good idea or not? That's a terrible idea. You want to bring legal counsel on as soon as possible. And the reason is to build the foundation of your case. It's like building a house. If you have a weak foundation, the rest of it's going to crumble. The lawyer is going to help you make sure that you've got the right, you've taken the right steps to build the case from the ground up. And, you know, at the end of the day, with that proper foundation, that's where you're going to recover all of the damage that damages that you're entitled to. If you haven't taken those steps, you're going to be disappointed with the end result. Right. All right. Next one. I, um, I've gotten a few times before online and even some people have called us and of course regretted it later, but you know, I can't afford treatment. You know, I'm going to just tough it out. Um, it'll, it'll get better. So there are many doctors in every city who are willing to work with people who have been involved in car accidents and get paid after the treatment, get paid from the settlement. Um, that is a, a very common instance, and you don't need health insurance to see those people. So what personal injury attorneys like myself can do is connect you with doctors who we know are willing to work with accident victims. So to, to put it bluntly, it is never an excuse to not get treatment because you don't think you can afford it. You can. Perfect. And, that's, and we stress this all the time. And glad to, glad to hear again, it's being confirmed. Uh, okay, another one. I have a local attorney. He's going to be cheaper. Uh, well, first of all, cheap should not be an issue because it costs nothing to work with legal rideshare. We work on a contingency basis, meaning we get paid when we win. If we're not successful for whatever reason, you don't owe us anything. Um, so cost is, is really a non-issue. Um, what I want to stress is you want to find somebody who you trust, somebody who has experience in the field, somebody who knows how to make these claims against the rideshare companies, insurance companies, and who has who has really gone through the battle in these rideshare claims. So if you've got somebody um, who you trust to do that, by all means, but if you're just going to your you know, your buddy's uncle's friend's attorney because you think that's the most convenient, that's probably not your best move. Okay, and last, 
Um, and I have, I have again seen this online, seen this posted. I've had some conversations about this. Drivers say, you know, lawyers take more than you can get if you, you, know, you do it yourself. So they're saying, hey, the lawyer's gonna take way more than if I just did it. Well, you know, if I'm, uh, if I'm shooting you straight, there are cases in which it's probably not worth it to hire a lawyer. There are cases in which you probably could do it yourself. So for instance, say you have the, the rear end accident, you go to your primary care doctor one time, um, and then you're all better. That's it. You got to check up. You probably don't need a lawyer. You could probably handle that case yourself, get that medical bill paid, get a small cherry on top, move on with your life. But the moment that there's any extended treatment, that there's any um, you know, physical therapy, pain management, surgeries, God forbid, the lawyer comes in and is going to be able to add dollars to your case well beyond what the attorney's fee is. I believe in every single case that we take on that the value we bring to the client is way more than our attorney's fee. All right, so really to sum up this segment, is it possible to make money after an accident? Yes, absolutely. If you have an, an accident or injury claim, you are entitled to damages. You are entitled to the cost of medical treatment, lost wages, pain and suffering, disability, and any other damage that you sustain. When I use the word damage, I mean money. So you are able to recover your losses plus the pain and suffering, plus the disability. There is money that needs to go into your pocket if you've been injured in a crash. Perfect. All right. Well, you know what? Before we sign off, you know, I just want to give you again the last word, Brian. I think you've really laid it out crystal clear how this works, you know, how insurance gets involved, uh, how medical bills get involved, and really laid out, I think, the dollars and cents. Um, you know, a lot of drivers understand they need protections and coverage. Obviously, we don't want drivers to be in this situation, but when it happens, I think it's important to know we're on your side and there's some real financial benefits to hiring a firm like Legal Rideshare. So before we sign off, I'll just give you the last word and we'll go from there. Yeah, I just, you know, I want to make sure that everybody knows that we are available. Consultations are always free. It costs nothing to talk to me. Um, if you're involved in an accident, you can reach out to us on our website, LegalRideshare.com. You can email us, help at LegalRideshare.com. We're on social media. Um, there's really no excuse to not be in touch, you know, right after the accident so that we can help direct you on how to maximize your claim. Perfect. All right. Well, Bryant Greening, thank you so much. And that is the end of this episode of Legal Rideshare TV. And we will see you all next time.